It's love advice with my mom. We're here to help with what's gone wrong. Before your love life falls apart, it's intergenerational and kind of motivational. It's love advice with my mom. We're here to help with what's going on. A little creepy, but also nice. It's love advice, motherly love. Hello, everyone. My name is Jensen Karp, and welcome to another episode of Motherly Love. You see, I am a podcaster, a comedian, and an author, but most importantly today, I am a son, because I will sit down with my mom, Haroldine, and she will give out advice to listeners who have emailed us with their problems about love, or their problems about their existence, anything, we will tackle it together. Now, something you should know, my mother has absolutely no professional training to become a therapist or any sort of schooling in the field of advice. Technically, in my life, I think she's been right about 50% of the time. That would be a failure. That's an F if you get a 50% on a test. But here, she's doing a lot better. I feel like she's in the 60 to 70% range. Listen, if you want my mom, the queen of mirrors in a bedroom, a woman who hates churros, a woman, a queen of impressions, if you want her to tackle your problems, all you have to do is email us at motherlylovepodcast at gmail.com. Now, we're not on a schedule with this uh, podcast. It comes out when we can do it. So we ask you just two things nowadays. First, go to iTunes and subscribe to Motherly Love Podcast. All you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look us up, subscribe, rate and review us. It helps us become closer as family members. That's very easy. That way, anytime we release an episode, it just ends up in your library. The other thing we ask you to do while taking this trip with a mother and a son is to follow my mom, Haroldine, H-A-R-O-L-D-I-N-E on Instagram, because it will give you a quick look into the mind of possibly a psychopath, because there's only a few things that she posts. One, memes. A lot of Minion memes, even though I doubt she's ever seen a Minion film, uh, Despicable Me, or any of the spinoff movies, but she loves the memes. She also goes to way too many steakhouses. I assume that any doctor who follows her might find some sort of problem with the intake of red meat she has. And then also uh, real estate, uh, just one she likes a lot because her uh, profession is that she is a realtor. Those are the things you should know about her. So we have some emails uh, today from some great listeners that I'm ready to tackle. Uh, Mom, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, so number one, have you seen any films with the Minions in them? No. Now, last time I had you uh, read some of your memes to the listeners, and not only were you ecstatic about your decisions, <laughs> you laughed until you almost teared up. So if you're ever wondering who laughs very hard at memes, <laughs> it's Harold Dean. Yes, I love memes. Uh, everything good in your neck of the woods? Everything's good. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yep, waiting for a house to close, looking to have buyers for other houses. It's yeah. a tough market right now. A lot of multiple offers, too many buyers, not enough homes, but yeah. we'll get it done. Welcome to our real estate podcast. Oh, gosh. You can reach my mom. If you are looking for a house uh, or looking to sell your house in the Los Angeles area, her, her specialty is the San Fernando Valley, but she has opened, she's done my house in, uh, in LA, all sorts of things, friends' houses uh, out in the city. Her, e uh, her email is on her website. It's just haroldine.com, H-A-R-O-L-D-I-N-E.com, because who would steal that site? Yep, they got it first. It's mine, all mine. Do you remember when the NCAAs one year in the tournament, there was a player on Arkansas named Harold Dean? And his last name was Dean. Yes. yes. Harold's yes. first name? And do you remember the time when I was a district manager for an entertainment company? Yeah. And the receptionist Wait, called me. Wait, you said, me. Uh, the, 
you were a district manager of a company called Entertainment, not an entertainment company. That's you weren't correct. being like uh, no, vague on no. like you didn't no. work for like a strip club or something, and you no. were being vague right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I worked no. for an entertainment club, <laughs> entertainment company. Yeah, yeah. entertainment publications. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, the, the receptionist buzzes me and she said, uh, Haroldine, you have a, a Haroldine on line one. I said, wait, wait, wait. Who do I have on <laughs> Mom, line I, one? I, I think everyone knows where this is going. Yeah. And it was like, who's on first? What's on second? There's a very yeah. old show regarding, you know. Yeah. The People know what's on first. Okay. Who's on first. So finally, I said, just put put the person through. Yeah. So I said, this is Haroldine. He said, no, this is Haroldine. Yeah. I said, this, this is Haroldine. And then you burn the office down. And then he looked and he goes, wait a second. Your name is Haroldine? My name is Harold Dean. I said, yeah. oh my goodness, could you imagine if we got married, I'd be Haroldine Dean. Yeah, that's not too crazy. It is. People would think I was stuttering. Oh, Hello, yeah. Dean Dean. <laughs> Haroldine Dean. Yeah, Haroldine Dean. Right. So anyway, that was my little story. But yes, I do love memes. Also, I want to back up a little bit because yeah. he said 50% of when I raised him, excuse me, this guy was raised so well. He's I think almost I was perfect. Well. Let me tell you, I'm number one, I'm not almost, almost perfect. perfect. Well, I will tell you this. Because here's, I'm almost perfect. Here's, here's where I think that you weren't good at advice giving for me. Okay. You were too quick, in my opinion. Mm. You were too quick to say there are other fish in the sea. Well, yes, and you know why? Because I'm, I'm you put t- me on a pedestal above other people. Because I felt if you didn't think they were good enough, then they weren't. <laughs> but even if they broke up with me and I was sad as a they kid. They still weren't good enough. <laughs> you would say. Okay. <laughs> you would say there's other fish in the sea. I don't think that you let me... Well, feel the pain. Oh no, because you know why? That's what my father did. Yeah. So I, I have to say that love my daddy up there in heaven. But he mm-hmm. used to tell me, you know, he'd say things like he would play sad songs. Mm-hmm. He would put on these songs that <laughs> walk on by. Right. Hey, he said, "Listen to this, honey." And I was like, "Oh, daddy!" <laughs> Wait, he, he would make you feel the pain. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, he'd say he he play and he'd laugh. He'd laugh. So you know, he <laughs> that just seems. Terrible. He made everything funny. Yeah, no, he did. You knew Grandpa. I I hope I knew him. Yeah, yeah. he made everything. <laughs> I, I knew my grandfather. <laughs> yes. No, but I mean, you unless knew... you have something you want to just tell me right no, now. Okay, you, then I did know Grandpa. Yeah. You knew his humor. Yes, he was funny. He, he would, had a dark sense of humor. He did when we cried, we'd be on his lap, and he'd make us laugh. He was yeah. just that good. So I tried to do that with Jensen. I tried to just you know. No, you did the opposite. Well, I didn't play songs. <laughs> no, but you didn't let me. No, what you just said is that your grandfather exposed. My father. Sorry, your your father, my grandfather, exposed the pain. Yeah. In a deeper way, you masked the pain. Well, he would do it, and then he'd laugh and make me laugh about it. Right. Like there was one song I forget what it was, and it was that um, making me. It's raining men. No, well, he would just say, it would be things like, you'll never find another me. You know, it was building me up. Oh, okay. okay like, the, ain't no mountain high enough. Well, yeah, he yeah. wasn't going to ever find another you, and he's sitting home crying, and you left him and closed the door, especially the country music he yeah. loved. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. But that's probably where I got it from. And no, no mother, and I wait till one day you have babies, and if it's a girl or a boy, you don't want them hurt. No, you definitely don't. You don't. You want to buffer everything. Yeah, but you, you want to put them in. Though. You want to put them in. 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 in but in you can't buffer wrap. everything. No, I know, but that's your instinct. Right. You would rather be hurt than have them hurt. Well, clearly, yes. So that's what I did, and you know what? I I liked. All of your girlfriends, really, I, yeah. except for one, and we discussed that before. <laughs> we did, we did. The genius. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. genius. Don't care what genius she was. It's yeah. just she didn't look at me in the eye, and she didn't even acknowledge I was there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I. it's just that if you broke up and if you were sad, then I figured it wasn't meant to be. I believe in what's meant to be will be. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right, well... 
two of our listeners have sent in letters. Uh, they are looking for maybe not so much buffering. They're looking for the honest, true heralding. Oh, no. They're, 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 we're cutting through the bullshit. Whatever you feel, you're going to tell these people. Oh, boy. Something to also remind you, uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, my mom has no uh, pre-knowledge of any of these letters. I don't give her any warning. She doesn't read them through. The first time she hears them is the same time you'll be hearing them. That's right. why sometimes I like to do a little spin out of control. That's right. And also, uh, before we get into the letters, I did uh, both my podcasts this week, uh, both Motherly Love and Get Up On This, are dedicated to someone who not only was a friend of mine, but is one of the major reasons that radio for me in the Hot Carl days and, and podcasting since and uh, everything that I've ever done with a microphone has been influenced by Jay Thomas, who is this incredible uh, Los Angeles staple DJ on urban radio here me, uh, when I was growing up. And then you know him from Murphy Brown, where he won two Emmys, and Cheers, and, and Mr. Holland's Opus, and so many great things. But uh, without him, clearly, this is not something I would ever want to do. So both shows are dedicated to him. And let him rest in peace. Yes. Uh, my first uh, letter this week is from Kat. Uh, this is, Hi, Jensen and Haroldine. I'm a freshman in my second semester of college. As soon as I got to college, I met a guy I liked, and we started dating. He broke up after, uh, we broke up after Thanksgiving, but he was my first boyfriend, so it was disappointing. Anyway, one thing that always bothered me was my lack of experience. Before meeting him, I had never dated or kissed a guy. He had a girlfriend in high school, and I knew he had more relationship and sexual experience than I did. I knew with him I wanted to go slowly and feel the same for future uh, relationships. Our differences in experiences ended up being a problem with me feeling insecure and him wanting more than I was comfortable with. My questions are how do you uh, think I can overcome my insecurity, and how should I address my lack of experience with future people I date? Also, I recently made a, t- uh, a Tinder account, and I made it clear in my profile that I want to be friends first. I don't know where anything will go with that, but I don't want to lead anyone on thinking I will do more than I'm comfortable with or be pressured into doing something. I don't know how soon to address this with someone either. Right now, I'm really only comfortable with kissing a guy, and it will take time and patience for me to get more comfortable with someone. I know it's possible. I know it's probably not true, but I feel like everyone is more experienced than I am, and it's frustrating to feel behind. I don't want to compromise myself, but I also want to move forward in my relationships. Sorry for the long email. Thanks always for the advice. I love the podcast. Wow. So we have someone who is a freshman in their second semester of college. Uh, they probably just got into summer break. Uh, as soon as she got to college, she met a guy she liked. They started dating. It was her first boyfriend. Uh, he was more experienced in relationships and with sexual experience, and uh, they broke up. It was a kind of a big deal in their relationship. Now, moving forward, she wants to know how does she broach this? How does she move on? Especially because she doesn't necessarily feel comfortable with more than kissing right now. Well. This is, uh, uh, to be honest, it is the opposite of many letters we get. Many letters we get do defend uh, a promiscuous lifestyle because you have said in the past that you uh, understand both sides of it. Uh, you have, we, I feel like you've learned things from this podcast regarding more promiscuous behavior. But in this case, it is the opposite. This is someone who uh, freshman year of college necessarily isn't living the party life looking for a meaningful relationship and she wants to know how to move this forward. Well, Kat, number one, you could have been my daughter. You think that this is a, a, a common... This uh, is what I've done with my life. So, thread between you. Yeah, yeah. So... I, uh, you know, I, I've lived my life that way. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There really isn't. I don't, yeah, I don't I've think always said that, that you, know, you need to know somebody before you, you give them any part of you. I, I mean, even kissing. I, I, I just didn't kiss for several dates with boys and that's, or men even. And, and I, I just feel that you, don't be ashamed of it. Be very proud of it. There's nothing wrong with it. 
But how do you deal with? Because uh, there's not many of of you. There's the other side, especially in college. You don't you don't run into that well, kind of. But I discussed it with with. Um, I discussed it with my fiance beforehand. Um, we found out recently because I was asking you questions about things. We I found out that you hadn't been to his house. You didn't go to his house for months. Right. When was the first time you went to his house? Well, he came to mine first, so. But that was still like fifteen dates. In? Seventeen dates because we were dating once a week, and That's then still we did. too much. I didn't feel comfortable with it. That's crazy to me. But no. you would feel com- like you would just go to restaurants. Yes. Well, at the beginning, we'd meet at restaurants. Yeah. And then he picked started me picking you up. Yeah. And then when he started picking me up, but he didn't, I mean. It, but like inviting over someone to have dinner at your house, you like doing that, but you didn't really do that. You didn't feel comfortable no, doing that before no. 17. And that's why I'm telling Kat. And then wait, hold on. And then you didn't go to his house until like 30. Yeah. That's insane. Well, because. What if you went to his house and he was, he lived in squalor? Well, I knew he didn't. He what if there were really buckets well? of pee everywhere? Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm... No, but I knew what he was. He was a very, very clean, well-dressed, educated man. I knew what he, he was. But what if you went to his house and it was all Scarface posters? Well, then I would have ran the other way. But I'm saying for real, would you really have after 30 dates? You could fall in love with someone I would probably dates. ask him, what the heck's going on here? 30 dates, Who you could fall in here? love. You're 100%, not. 30 dates. Yeah, but he, I, don't th- I, I wasn't thinking that at all. I, I really wasn't. But what I'm telling what if you, Kat, I have so many questions. Okay. What if you went to his house and it was... It, it just doesn't fit your aesthetic as a person. Then I would have broken up with him. Really? Yeah. After 30 days. Well, if he was filthy, dirty in no, a, in no, a no, place. No, 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 not even that. I'm saying like he has a man cave. He has like a, like a, like a man cave. Football pennants. Like, well, uh, it's fine. I would just say that, you know, those can't come with you. You'd still be with him. Well, yeah, probably. We'd talk it out. We'd have to talk it out if I if I cared for but him. But there are deal breakers walking into his house. Well, yeah, if you were just saying that it was in squalor. Yeah, I, there's I, papers I, everywhere. I, no, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't. But we discussed these things when we dated. We knew each other. We, we knew each other were very particular. Well, yeah, you had 30 dates. I hope yeah, you knew them. Yeah, we knew. But what I'm telling Kat is don't, I discussed with him about, and I hate to say yeah, this because my di- son is right here. But it's here, different but because she's an age, it's different. You're comparing a, a, a 50-year-old woman dating a man into comparing it to a college, I mean, college people are there to have sex. But I know, but you can sit there and say that you just, you know, you could say it in a way that it, your generation, and Jensen, maybe you can help out because she's younger than you too. She so, is, much, uh, much I mean, younger. Mother. Yeah, so I mean, age. here we are sitting here trying to figure this out, but I would, you know, yeah, but if she goes to BYU, this is a lot easier than if she goes to Arizona State. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if a guy's going to be there and wait there, and you're going to tell him that, you know what, you really have to but take things unlikely. slow. It's unlikely in college is what I'm saying. I'm trying to be honest to Kat. Well, then, uh, I'm sorry then, Kat, they're not worth it, okay? Well, if that you I have your, If you have your rules and your regulations on how your body feels and what you I'm want. I'm not saying to change her things. No, no. No, and you know what? It's nothing wrong with being inexperienced. One no. day you're going to meet a man and he's going to know it and, and it's going to be a wonderful thing. You'll I mean, learn I was things. technically a virgin when I got to college. Yes. Yeah, in my freshman year, yes. I, I had Did you girlfriend. tell her? Yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. there you go. I mean, but I didn't tell is... her. Like, I, I didn't. What I'm saying is, I didn't give her the speech you're saying right now. So that's what I'm saying is that that is a very difficult subject in college to say. Like, I'm really want to be slow. I mean, that's not. I'm just being honest with you. You're just, just say okay. Then just say it this way. You know what? I'm not DTF. <laughs> What's DTF? Down to F. What? Down to F, mom. Like down, down to oh, down, down, down. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I just—it's a term oh. millennials have used. Oh, okay. We're actually like it's a dated term now for millennials. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I think she, Cat. I think you're wonderful. I'm sorry. Cat is I wonderful. I'm not saying for I her to change. I can't. I can't get into the what I'm saying your is that, age to see how you can talk about this 
except just don't do it. Just, you know, I mean. Can I tell you what I think? Uh, yes. As someone double her age? Yes. I think that she should just be more realistic to knowing that those answers that she wants might not be in a college, depending on what college she goes to, too. Like, you know, there are there are schools that show up in the top 100 party schools. It is going to be difficult for her to find someone who is in line with her values towards sex because people are learning about themselves in college. They're, they're trying to figure themselves out, and sex is a big part of it. It's the first time, including me, it's the first time I slept anywhere near where a girl was. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it, it's it's a difficult... It's a difficult situation is what I'm saying. And it's not as easy as just being like, find the right guy because if she's really looking to date off Tinder, which she is, Mm. that's not, you're not going to find it at that age. Wow. I mean, listen, I'm not saying to change at all. I'm not saying to uh, expect boys to do what, listen, I'm saying to do what you're doing. I'm just trying to keep your expectations in a normal place so that every time she's not disappointed. Well, that's that's really important. That is really what you have to really think about. Because this is needle in a haystack in there, college. There, there may be a guy out there like Jensen was. Mother, there I, but may I wasn't be. this way. I wasn't that way. That's not fair to say to her you, either. No, no, no. Her college, she may meet yeah, a guy that... when I got there. But, 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 I, but then I had a, a, a normal college sex life. But I'm telling her, she may find a guy... But mom, I didn't go to college saying I only feel comfortable kissing. This is a different... Well, you're, this is a different thing. I had lived a normal no, 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 college no, no, no. life. Okay, all right. So I'm saying that she may get a guy that... She may meet a guy that wants to take it slow also. Could that be? Could it that is, be? It, yes, but I'm telling you it is rare... Unless she's, now this is me being honest, unless she's working within a religious group or a, it's not common, no. It depends on what the college is, yes. I mean, there's going to be schools that are, are more uh, advanced than others because of party schools mm. or whatever. But no, I don't think it's common to find that. I don't, because I wasn't that. You can't say wait for a Jensen. I wasn't doing that. Well, I guess this goes back to a meme that I put up on Dracula. Oh, no, it's a In meme. 1800s, he lived off of virgins, and today he's starving. <laughs> that was a meme you put up? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, it's For really Dracula, s- the fake, yeah. fictitious character. Yeah, he, he, you know, he's... But, wow. Cause, but you know uh, what I'm saying, though? I do, and I'm... I'm I'm baffled. Cat is a special person because she's a needle in a haystack. We can't sit there and be like, there are other needles. There probably are, but they're, they're hard to find, especially in a male. Mm-hmm. Easier the other way. Wow. Uh, here's can I tell you one thing I think Kat could do? Mm. I think Kat could date older. Date older guys. Yeah. Something you've never said before. I know. But I but I'm talking about in college, Kat is in a because I think that people should date within their ages. But I but I do believe if what you're saying is I'm looking for a maturity in college. That is an oxymoron. Okay. I got you. Yeah. So if she goes so, five years older, that's not bad. No. That's not bad at all. Not at all. I'd even say six, seven years. Not like me of 11. No, that's gross. Yeah, that. but, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is... That's what his dad was, so don't yes. say it was gross. Well, it's gross. You wouldn't be here. For sure. I'm gross. But what I'm saying is, she, if she's looking for a mature, developed... I like that. ...man in college, it is going to be a rough ride. Okay, so there you go. Date older. Yes, date older. See? And you know what? I have to tell you and something. And on Tinder, open up your profile to be a little older. And you know what's funny is when I was 18, I She's dated a man. 19. Okay, Cat's I, probably 19. I, I dated a man that was 30. Yeah, that's, that's too much. I, no, no, no. I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> and he took me out and he, didn't, he kissed me on the forehead. Ugh. The next time he kissed me on the cheek. Ugh. It took like five dates. 
And when he finally kissed me, it was like, whoa. I said, why didn't, I thought that I had bad breath or something. He said, no, I knew you were used to high school guys that would wrestle you in the back seat. Right. And I was going to show you what a gentleman, how a gentleman treats a woman. Yes, it was. All right. So, you know, I mean, yes, you don't have to go 11 years, but you can go five years. Yeah, I think Jensen's right. See, that's what I have that's kind of out of touch to today. It's sad, but I, I, I wish our morals would change. I do. I, I wish that we would go back. But I don't know if back. it makes anyone wrong. See, that's what I'm saying. No, it's it doesn't just, make it's people just wrong. It's harder to find. It's, it's, it's the wave. This is the wave. Yeah. And I don't like it. I yeah. think that when I, I mean, yes, I was in the sexual revol- the revolution and all that kind of stuff in the 60s, but I still had, I still had my morals and my boundaries and I had what I believed and I was rare. But people have other beliefs. I was rare. Yeah. But it was saying. okay. I, I have a girlfriend and I, we were rare, but mm-hmm. it's okay. I mean, we. Who says no to Jim Morrison? You did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he smelled I'd, like tires. Well, not only that, but he was a rock star. <laughs> right. You know, I was going to go in his limo and get drugged and thrown off to the side of the road, or who knows what. So, it's okay. And I think Jensen has a really, really good suggestion. Five years, he will be a gentleman. You could be honest with him. You know. Yeah. And, don't date. I, it's funny that you said me. I actually don't think I'd be good for Cat when I was 18 or 19. No. I don't, but you, because yeah, I, was, but, I, cause I was learning, uh, how could I give her the most mature self when I don't even know what that is? Yeah. That's no, I'm nowhere near that. I'm an idiot. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that expecting someone to be like Kat is difficult, mm-hmm. because Kat's very mature and grown up and regular, you know, she understands her life and what she wants. My God. That's Finding rare. someone in college who knows what they want? Yeah. Pff, very rare. What are you talking about? One time... I put reds in with my whites. I had all pink underwear and socks and shirts. <laughs> when I told you, don't put anything yeah. but white. Yeah. But you had a white underwear with red hearts. Do, do you know me when I was 18? Did I ever tell you the story about when you drove off? Do you know this? No, what? Me, my friend John, another guy Mike, all these guys on our bikes. You drive off, leave us for college for the first time ever. It's the first time I've ever been really alone in my yeah, entire yeah, life. Yeah. You drive off and I think in the back of my head, we can play basketball whenever we want. That's that's how <laughs> oh, innocent yeah, yeah. I was. Now I, I didn't think drinking or drugs or girls. I thought no. we could play basketball whenever we want. My mom won't say no. This is incredible. That's I mean, <laughs> I, I was I didn't even have a functioning full grown brain. That as I be, as I walked away and was crying my I eyes out. I peed in my bed. The, the first week of school, not because I was drunk, I was sober. I didn't even have one drink. I was 18 years old peeing in bed because it was the first time I was in a different bed. That's crazy. How could you find a cat there? I'm a monster at that point. Mm. I'm oh, nervous wow. and scared. Come on. All right, cat. So that's See? the answer. We got to go five years older and don't think anything's wrong with you and don't feel bad who you are because I think you're wonderful. Yeah, I she's do. She's great. There's no question. Mm hmm. And keep a, us posted. Cat's really too smart for her own good. Yeah, but it's okay. No, yeah. no, no. It's a good, good smart. Marcus is our second letter. He writes in, my question has less to do with my any, any relationships, more about how to start new ones. A little background on myself. I'm the youngest of three children. During my formative years, my older brother started his rebellious stage, and my older sister has Down syndrome. As a result of having two siblings who required lots of attention, I learned to be independent and self-sufficient at a fairly early age. Despite his independence, I felt crushes. Uh, despite this independence, I felt crushes very strongly growing up. As a result, I felt a lot of heartache when things didn't work out. There are three relationships that I think have gotten me to the point I'm at today. My first girlfriend who tried to make my life hell after I broke up with her freshman year of high school. Another high school girlfriend who kept me at a distance for most of our relationship. She later came out of the closet, which provided some clarity. And my first college girlfriend who had more emotional needs than I was prepared for. And with whom I had a tumultuous... Tumultuous? He he spelled it wrong, right? Say it for me. Yeah, tumultuous. Yeah, he spelled it wrong. Tumultuous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, it's that kind of relationship with the rest of college following our breakup. After that first college girlfriend, my relationships mostly consisted of hooking up with a girl a few times, feeling guilty I was using her for sex and awkwardly avoiding her. All of this culminated in a self-loathing for how I was treating women and shutting down my romantic emotions to avoid being hurt. I graduated college two years ago and have since moved to Chicago. And while I've learned to forgive myself, I find that I'm having a hard time getting myself to try dating. In two years, I've gone a total of five dates with two women. I know this is something I should probably see a therapist about, but I like the show and wanted to hear your advice. What advice would you give someone with a history of rocky relationships and fear of codependence? Thanks so much, Marcus. Hmm. I have a lot to talk about on this one. Let's let's go over it real quick. This is Marcus. He had some tough relationships in the past. It, it, it's also important to know that his uh, background... Growing up, he had an, an, an older brother who seemed to cause a lot of attention from his rebellious stage and an older sister who has Down syndrome who, who uh, d- gets more attention. He learned to be more independent and self-sufficient because of that, but his relationships haven't shown that. He's had three that, have, that just sound like, I guess, messes, sound like they're tangled. Mm-hmm. In college, uh, a couple times would hook up but feel guilty and in the end sort of push himself away and avoid her. And then now, two, col- uh, two years out of college, barely going on dates, uh, just not feeling comfortable. What does he do? Well, I think he's putting too much pressure on dating right now. I think. Or just himself. Yeah, he just need to casually date. You just need to casually date. Don't put anything into it. I think you're, you, you know, you, you must have a wonderful heart because you've thrown yourself into these relationships wholeheartedly. And I think that's, that's a good thing, but yeah, it's bo- a bad thing. Both the people this week, both letters, very yeah. uh, innocent uh Good people, mm-hmm. I would say for sure. And I think you're being too. I think you just need to to look at things as as if you just started college and you're casually dating. Well, you didn't just start college. No, to in that mindset. You have a very weird thought on college. I don't think anyone should date like they're in college. It's a terrible. People don't even date in college. Well, then I'm going back to too too long ago. Yeah, you're okay. thinking of like poodle skirts. Yeah. <laughs> You're not thinking that, of Archie. Not that far back. Yeah, not this is that not, these aren't back. things. I'm thinking of the the wooden uh, surf station wagons and the, the yeah, surfers. Yeah, that's not happening. Okay, so what you have to do, I think, is just casually date. Just ca- what do you, I mean, Jensen? How do you do this? He's he's he he has just put himself off. He's backed up and he's not even connecting anymore to do anything. No, he's de- he's definitely made an unconscious decision to not go on dates that has now turned into a bit of a conscious decision because he sees it. Yeah. And what, I mean, what are your thoughts? I, well, I don't know if he had, does he have friends? Does he have guy friends that he can go out with? Does I'm sure he, he has guy friends. Okay, so then I think you should, I mean, I'm sure he's not going to tell them because he doesn't want them to know, but I think, I don't know, He's he, before you go to a therapist, I would try to go out and casually make conversations with women. See, now you and, did this. I forced you to do this. Right? Uh, when you weren't going on dates, you yeah. said you weren't sure you wanted to, and I mm-hmm. knew you could. It mm-hmm. was just your mm-hmm. own thing. Mm-hmm. I made you go to bars in the valley. Oh, jeez. And talk to people if it came up. Well, because I... He, one thing was I was I had not dated for two years after mm-hmm. I broke up with Which my Which for lash. you, for everyone else's life, that's 300 years. Because you had never been single ever. Ever. I, yeah. I came out of the womb with a boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. So... What Jensen tried to tell me to do is to just, you know, I was going out with my married girlfriends. And he said, that's not going to work. Yeah. Either you go out with single girlfriends or go to the bar alone. I said, I can go to a bar alone? Yeah. In my generation, you never went to a bar alone. 
So well, he said, I, all by the way, I don't think in this generation it's common either, just so it's out there. I just think that it's good for a conquering this fear you had. But well, go thank on. you. You told me a lot of girls you knew no, went to bars alone. Do. No, I'm saying I didn't. Number one, I didn't say a lot of girls that do. I just said girls I know do. They do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know any that did. Yeah. So I to tell you how I did it, <laughs> I went to one bar. It was really a restaurant bar. Well, that's okay. That's, that's yeah, the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to the bar area. And by the way, I suggest a restaurant yes, bar. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. You didn't tell me to go to a hanging no, bar. No, no, So I walk in and I just pretend that I was looking for somebody. Great. And I was so scared and so nervous. And I saw these three guys sitting at the bar and they said, hi, you need, you want to sit down? They said, no, no, that's okay. I'm looking for somebody. <laughs> so then I walked was, out and I walked out. And you walked out. The first time. But that was your, that was the call. That I did it. Well, it's still, I did it was great. It. it was a great start, right? Yeah, I But did you it. saw that even someone wanted you to sit with them. Yes, I yeah. stopped. I went over that line. So then the next time I went, I went and 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 I, I sat down. Yeah. And so now and then this guy starts talking to me, and but he's married and he's here on business. But it was okay. I got to talk to a guy. It's great. So as anyway, time you had sex on, with him. <laughs> <laughs> not not that week. Next week. Right. right. No, anyway, no, so anyway, I, I I got that out of my system, yeah. but. You know, and so what I would do is just go there after work and just casually sit there. I talked to men, I talked to women, yeah. and it was nice. And I knew the bartender. He happened to his sister went to school with you, yeah. And so a lot of things but made me happens. feel safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's I was just conversation. Safe. Yeah, it breaks a seal a bit. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I would suggest you. Did do. you ever meet anyone from those? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. That's okay though, because it's not about that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, one guy, but he 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 wasn't my type. Yeah. He wasn't my type. But I'm saying that's that's really not the goal of it. No. It's just to get out there and, and conquer a fear of, of like Well, not going home. Yeah. I was going home every night by myself yeah. and yeah. sitting there and yeah. watching all Law & Order all night long. Right. So well, that sounds great, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My dad was a big bar guy alone. <laughs> I mean, he also drank more than you. But he did. He liked that. After we divorced? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he enjoyed that. But he also lived in Vegas. Mm. So I tend to think people go to bars alone a lot. Would he meet Vegas. women there? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. My father would meet. You know, oh, do you geez. think bars in Vegas or what do you think? They have, they have like backgammon? No. They talk about, talk about Tolstoy? Kino. Yeah. Yeah, they do play Kino. <laughs> I know they do. Uh, um, a couple uh. things I want to talk about from this note. One, this person, Marcus, I see how he believes he's independent. And he was because he had to. Uh, take care of himself in his home situation. But I think people like this, Marcus, and I mean this in the most loving way, are the most codependent people because when they get out of that home, they're looking for the opposite of what they had. And they don't know it. It's an unconscious sort of like A connection, thing. yeah. But it shows in the idea that, you know, he had these crushes growing up deep. that he would deeply get hurt by. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I understand that you've were independent and were self-sufficient, but your love for your siblings and your love for your family was deeper than you yep. walking out to get food for yourself. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's just a physical thing. But, but I don't, I don't believe you to be an independent sort of person. You want someone. Yeah. So I think that when you move on in your relationships and you start dating here, I think what's important and, and it's very therapy talk. So I'm, I'm saving you $150, $200 is to not put the pressure of I'm self-sufficient. You're actually not. You're kind of codependent. So when you're going out on dates, to keep that in mind. Because what my mom is saying is go on casual dates. But when you're talking like Marcus, casual dates are not super easy. And that's one of the reasons he subconsciously has been hiding from these dates. So going in and going, you know what? I know I fall a little hard. So I'm going to go to these things and just feel it out and, and, and be a friend right now. 
But then you never know what happens two or three dates in, and then you can let go of that. But to protect yourself going in, you kind of got to admit to yourself, you're kind of a codependent dude. But I would have to say that I was too, because I was... Mother, you're uh, very codependent. Yeah. I think you're, you're underselling yourself. Yeah. No, but, but I yes. have to tell you, what I did is I made a, a real effort that when I went out with... I went out with probably eight guys before my current fiance. fiance. Yes. I made a... And really, really, as much as I enjoyed talking to some of them, I made a really unbelievable effort to look for flags. Yeah. And I think that helped me because some of them were really nice, mm-hmm. but I was pushing myself against a lot of them. And there will always be flags. Yeah. It's just about if you can handle them and how many there are. Right. Because right. like I've always told you, you're not going to find somebody 100% of what you want, but at least if it's 75 or 80%, you don't change the other 20%. You're yeah. happy with People it. People have really grabbed onto that advice that you've given on the show. Yeah. I've I, read that in a couple emails. Yeah. I mean, it's really true because you can't, it's just like a house. I tell my clients, you're not going to find a house that's 100% of what you want, but it has to be the part that isn't you can live with. Yeah. And it's the same with relationships. So I do think Jensen's right in regard to you putting your whole heart and soul into a relationship. I did it. I'm guilty of it even in school. Yeah. So, well, same uh, with Marcus. Yeah. And you, would, and you, just like Marcus, would have said that you were a self-sufficient, independent person in your home. I am independent. I am very independent to this day. But they, Not emotionally. I, but no, there's a difference. And that's what I'm saying about Marcus is he yeah. can go get his own dinner, but that doesn't that has nothing to do with yeah. And and I'm an independent woman as far as very nice. You yeah. make your own money. You've done yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's nothing to do with it. Yeah. That's a different thing. But wanting to have somebody love you and you love them in the deepest way, you have to make it healthy. It has but to be But you also have to healthy. bring some of your independence in your other life that yes. we're talking about. Bring some of that into the relationships, yes. like at least at first, because yes. you you can't go out there and bleed all over because. It's, no. It just never works. No. And you it, can't be attached at the hip. It's very unhealthy. Yeah. Or, but, but you can when it's comfortable. Well, it's hel- when it's healthy. No, but that's not how... See, because I'll argue this. Some people can find health in it. It's about what, other, what people want, right? So like... Well, if you think it's healthy, then it's healthy. But finding someone who has a similar thought process on it and won't take advantage of it. Because if you read Marcus's history, you have a girl who yes. tried to make his life hell. Yeah. You have another one who uh, wasn't out of the closet yet. You have another one um, whose first college girlfriend had more emotional needs than he was prepared for. He is picking people uh, that that don't allow... For, you know, he's not, he's not looking for his need in those people. He's not looking for what's important to him. Right. Well, he he <clears> might not people. know. He might not know. He may not. Because mm. I'm saying Marcus needs to really grab onto the idea he's not as independent as he thinks. Write down what you like it, what you're looking for in a woman. Yeah. What Let's is that called? The Franklin that, list? The Benjamin Franklin Benjamin chart. Franklin. Yeah. You, you, I didn't believe you and it truly is called that. It is. I'm never wrong. No, never My wrong. My wonderful son. Never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, but no. Um... But no, you write down one list of everything you want, you're looking for in a girl and one list of the things you don't like in a girl. Yeah. And, and, and make it work. But then put the same thing down for you. Right. Put down all the good things about you and the things that you don't like about you. Know you know what my top deal breaker is now? It used to be smoking. My dad died of lung cancer. Hmm. You know what my, my number one deal breaker is? Trump supporter. Oh, please. That would don't be my don't number get one. me started. That would be my number one. Isn't that crazy? Takes no. over smoking. No, it's anyway. not. I cannot. I cannot. I get sick to my stomach. Yeah, I couldn't I date someone. I get sick to no, my stomach. impossible. Uh, listen, I think you did a good job today. Thank you. I think Marcus needs to, I think a big thing with Marcus before we move on is just to accept who he is a little more and what he needs because 
I know in my life, I always was quick to think that some of the things he's talking about here are like disadvantages. They're not. They're just harder to find your person. You know, both of the emails today are wonderful people. They're Absolutely. sensitive. Sensitive, yeah. They're uh, caring and warm. And but I they think, don't find relationships quick. No, and but you know, I worried about Jensen because I raised him to be a very sensitive individual. Yeah, mom, I'm like a disgusting sensitivity level. No. Yeah. But no, I, I do. I have a much, a much higher sensitivity level than anyone in my peer group that I know that's a male. Because they weren't raised by me. I agree. I'm not saying that that's not true. I mean, there's a good thing about it and and people that I've talked to in my life about it they've said you know what you'd rather have him be that way than be the other way and it's true but I would have just liked to have tuned down a little bit of the sensitivity <laughs> me, too. me too just a little bit but you know what that's just that's you know, who I am I'm, and I'm that's not who mad I am, about it so. I just think I think what I'm telling them is to not be hard on yourself because it will be harder for you to find a relationship than a lot of your friends but I think you found a relationship now that she's very similar to you absolutely I but really. I mean but it's not the first time I've had a relationship it, it it's just about but it's I, your I think age that this now. is the best fit for me that I've ever been in. That is true. Yes. And on top of that, I think that this person understands me and protects me more than anyone I've been in, any relationship I've been in. And I think that those things are not hard to find. Uh, hard. Uh, those are things are not uh, easy to find at all. No. They're they're uh, for people like a Marcus or a Cat. I think or me or or Danielle who I'm dating. I think that it is difficult to find us, and I think that you have to accept that. And have, you know, fun relationships and things along the way. But just accept early that compared to your friends who are going to be marrying at earlier ages, which you'll see, that's not who you're going to be. And you know what? It doesn't matter what age. It's finding the right person well, and there does, is though. no but magic. But it kind of does, though. Because people give guilt and shit. Like, that does come up. Not so much me. You don't do that to me. But I'm saying in the Midwest, in, in, in the South, that does come up a lot. That's oh, a major well, thing. What we're talking about here, is he from the Midwest? They don't say. Okay. But let me tell you. Oh, no, you. I'm sorry. Marcus is in Chicago. Oh, he moved to Chicago. Well, still. That, okay. He's in okay. Chicago uh, where that does come up a lot. Well, with guys, it's not as, I mean, it is because girls have a biological clock if they're going to have a baby. No, but I'm it's talking, you don't thing. know because you, you weren't this kind of parent. I'm talking about the pressures put on that age group. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah. I don't put pressure on, on, on no, for anything. You never did. No. But you know, what's interesting is that um, I lost, I, I lost what I was going to say. We were talking about something. Doggone it. Well, they're just sensitive. I mean, we were saying there's sensitivity and both these people, it's harder to find. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. I had a relationship where I was in the wrong relationship and it took me a long time to get out of it, as mm-hmm. Jensen would attest to. But the the, the weird thing was is that the, uh, sometimes you're dating somebody and there's a mask that stays there and about two, three years later it falls off. Well, it's like the three-year burn, yeah. And you see this person who is not who he was. You and, and and me being a sensitive, caring person waited for that other person to come back, and it never happened. So, where was I going with that? I have no idea. But at any rate, there is something to be said about being sensitive, and there's something to be said about taking something for too long, like I did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're putting the pressure on yourself. Yeah, don't do it. Don't. Just go out and have a good time. And talk acknowledge to people. that you ha- will have a longer run to find someone. And you'll find somebody wonderful. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's just more difficult. Yes. That's it. Yes. Uh, if you want to follow my mom on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Haroldine, H-A-R-O-L-D-I-N-E. She has 55 mirrors in her bedroom. She hates churros. She, uh, on top of that, she does an incredible impression of different nationalities. Give them a little bit of chuni. Chungi. Give him a little bit of chungi. Okay, Jensen, I'm going to take it right now that and then I'm going to go. That seems in between Asian and Mexican, but I'll let it go. No, I'm going to let it go down Woodrow Boulevard. No, that's not good at all. Okay. Uh, you can follow me at Jensen Clan 88 That's with a C. 
But if you want to follow me on my website, that is Jensen Carp. That's with a K. Uh, you can get my book, Kanye West Owes Me $300 Anywhere Books Are Sold. The TV show Drop the Mic, which I executive produced and uh, created, uh, starts October 24th. Commercials began yesterday. Yay. Amazing. On TBS. Uh, and that's it. That's I have it. something to say. What do you have? Remember last, last podcast we were talking about when I pass over to the other side. Yes, you were going to, you did, you were a ghost last episode. Yes, and I yeah. want to change how I'm going to give you, because I always said if I go, I want you to have a sign of yeah. what I'm going to give and you. And you said it was going to be in the kitchen. But this is, I changed my changed mind. Changed my mind. So now the, the sign when you pass, and because I. Because I love weather. Right. I love weather. Yes, you, in another life you may have been a weather woman. Yes. Yeah. So you may be sitting and all of a sudden the wind whips up out of yeah. nowhere. That's okay. me. That's you. Or if you see an animal, like right. a bird that comes well, now over. You're, now out you're of dealing no, in nature. But I love animals. Are you going to strike it with lightning? No, 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 okay. no. A lightning, no. A bird. Mom, kill an owl with lightning. I will Do know you it's know, you. You know how Grandpa loved animals. Yes. Everywhere I have moved, I've had one single, single bird that has come and sat on the balcony or sat on the fence mm-hmm. for about three minutes and just looked at me and then flew away. I knew that was him. So those are the things I'm telling Weather. you. Weather. Weather, animals, because I'm so into well, animals. Weather and animals are those are those are two big ones. Why don't we pick one? No, not a bunch of animals that come to you. That, <laughs> it's not going to be like, <laughs> like that like would Snow be White really or holy no, crap. Beauty. This is, is my tons? mother. They're all yeah. coming out. What me is this like rhino doing here? <laughs> oh, it's my mother. My mother is yeah. this giraffe in my backyard. No, but, but I, I even told Julian if I was on a safari, I really think that I'm so in tune to animals. I'm an animal whisperer that I could actually get out of the jeep. Mm-hmm. And stare face to face with a lion, a tiger, or a bear. Oh my! I wouldn't recommend that. No, but I no. think you know. I just, I just, I just do. I, I love animals anywhere I go. But anyway, that was it. Weather well, or animals? That. We'll mm. get. Well, as the podcast goes on, we will get it more in tune as it to what you're going to do. It, yeah, it won't be. <laughs> you won't be like. Ooh, no, you won't no. do a ghost. No, I won't be a minion scaring uh, you from the walls. I'm a ghost minion. <laughs> you're really picking that up. That was the meme. The meme. I, yeah, uh, trust yeah. me. Uh, if you uh, would, you want to tell people something? Yes. Yeah. There is no there is no other Uh-oh. like a mother. Yep. And behind every great kid is a great mom. Uh, and I'm Jensen reminding you to call your parents. Thanks guys. Mm-hmm.